Hey guys, welcome back to our second episode. Episode two. Hey. What up? My name's Carissa. And I'm Brian. And this is the Happy Medium Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. This podcast, we talk about what it's like being the happy medium in between two cultures, two generations, and two phases of our lives. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about love. L is for the way you look at me. Anyways. Before we get started... We've got some exciting news to share. Let's hear it. What do we have? In the first four days of streaming our first episode. Not to flex. Not to flex. But we're flexing. But we had over 250 listeners. That's more than 12. I'm just happy <laughs> that's, we that's have more, more than 12. That's, the, that's more than the OG 12 that said we should do this. So thank you guys for listening, for sharing it to your family, your friends, your pets, your... Great, 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 great. They're probably not alive. Never mind. I don't even know. But thank you for sharing to everyone. Brian, I heard we have some other exciting news. Yeah, since we have so many listeners, 200 and something something, (laughs) we have a billion dollars in our bank account now. (laughs) All right. And so with that money, we have a brand new intern. I don't know if y'all saw our Instagram story the other day, but we are paying this intern zero dollars and zero cents. Hey. So ladies and gentlemen, I said that twice already, but Mm -hmm. everyone... Introducing our intern, drum roll. What was I'm that? just kidding. We're not Anyways, we're actually not going to name them because it's anonymous. Yeah, but you'll be able to hear them throughout the entire podcast. They're here to just correct us if we say anything that is just completely wrong. Um, to Google anything and everything, uh, they our, have their laptop like just prepared. For any question we need answers to. They're on the ready. At the ready. And we even gave our intern a task for today. We'll pass it over to the intern. Let's do it. Hey, I'm the intern. <laughs> um, so my first task was to... Um, she sounds so thorough. Put this together. Sorry. Was to put this together. Oh. Um, Brian and Carissa wanted you guys to fall in love with them so okay we were supposed to be a little bit more smooth about that but that sorry, it's, sorry. it's okay um i wanted you guys to fall in love with brian and chris yes there we go so um we are gonna do some questions from the new york times um in 2015 the new york times wrote an article about this study that was conducted by a psychologist named arthur aaron um And basically, the questions were just to, they were used to create intimacy between two completely random strangers. So we're going to do five on this show. And if you guys fall in love with them, um, hopefully that means I can get paid something. (laughs) We'll see. We'll We'll get our merch. We'll get our merch (laughs) when we get to it. (laughs) Okay. So the first question, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? We'll start with Brian. Ooh, I'm on the spot. <clears throat> Do you know? I hate this question because it's a question that's asked often, but no one knows the answer to it. I think I have one. Okay, but, you go first. So I have like a real answer, and then like I have like a sophisticated, like I want people to fall in love with me answer. So okay. I'll say the fake 
Oh, the sophisticated one, okay? Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Ernest Hemingway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Write one book that he's written. The Sun Also Rises. That's not The Sun Also Rises. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Intern, can you Google that? No, I'm saying another book that's not that. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only book you have. Sorry, I took AP okay. literature. Ernest, and was I was. Like I actually had that as a topic one time because I remember in school oh. we learned about Ernest Hemingway and Fitzgerald and like the battle between them, and I wanted to be Hemingway when I grew up. But. Okay, intern just looked up. Also, for whom the bells toll. That is a great book. I've, I actually read that. Okay, so to go back to a point Krista made. She said that uh, she wanted to be Hemingway when she grew up, and given the fact that she is an unemployed alcoholic you're there congrats damn who picked this fucking intern <laughs> you fuck? did what the fuck? <laughs> i have no say in any, any of this <laughs> <laughs> um okay so hemingway why because he's an unemployed alcoholic okay all right um no i definitely in the sun also rises he talks about the lost generation right mm -hmm. and i feel like that kind of applies to you and i Right? Isn't that so deep? That is a great answer. Yeah. Wow, Brian. And especially in that I one. I didn't know you could read. Oh, my goodness. I took AP5. Oh. Um, yeah. AP5? AP5. AP, AP, AP Would you get on it, Ethave? <laughs> you probably didn't even get a five. You just wanted to say that. I got a so. two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, AP Lang? AP Lit. Oh, AP, I passed AP yeah. Lit. Whatever. Shout okay. out to Ms. Okay, whatever. Anyways, but Ernest Hemingway talks about just how in, I think it was after either World War One or World War Two, the people that came back from the war, they were trying to figure out their lives. Obviously, they have a lot of PTSD from the war and things like that. And so they were just lost trying to figure out their way in America. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're a little bit lost. You know, we're not post-war or anything. Right. But. Okay, that's not. Yeah, All right. What, did you want to do your other answer that's not as sophisticated? I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> so I've actually put a lot of thought into this question because I think that people want me to say someone that's amazing. I kind of want me to say someone that's like Michelle amazing, Obama. but I actually don't have someone that's amazing. Well, he is amazing, but I, Michelle? no, 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 no. It's not. It's, he just said that. I said Michelle Obama. We will. No, I love Michelle Obama. It's not her though. I would like to have a dinner with a professor that I had professor slash doctor, maybe Blake Scott. Do you remember me? Talking yeah. About? Okay. Here's the reason why. Odd he choice. was the OG professor that got me into, like, what, what? I don't know actually what he got. Actually, I know a story. The only reason why I want to have dinner with him is because one time, um, no, 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 no. Oh, my, okay. I don't, I have a story. I have one story I'll tell. One time, um, before his class, I had his class Monday, Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Before his class, I was at Kudu, which is like a coffee shop slash has like craft beer there. Mm -hmm. And every day before class, I would get there two hours early and like start drinking beer at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Kind of worrisome the more I look at it. But um, and I remember one day, it was like one of our last classes. I'm on my like third beer, having a great time. And he sees me and he sees me drinking before his class. And he's just like all right <laughs> and I was like okay but no honestly he's, he was an amazing professor for the people that know what I mean you know um and I just I much. don't know I would like to know more about him I just always see him on his bike around Charleston and oh, just because he's like hipster probably yeah, he's has like a beard a little, he's a hipster older guy oh, that refers God. to his like gal pal as a partner not a girlfriend and I'm like okay tell me more has this like beard and is into like 
I hope craft he never beer. listens to this. He's just you, like I hope he listens. He to this. seems like a just a craft beer cool guy, a cool guy that could give me a lot of wisdom. He's traveled a lot, and I would love to hear what his life has been like. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Everyone turns off the podcast now. They're like, okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone is falling with, in love with us at this point. Um, wait, quick funny story before we, we're gonna. This is gonna take us forever, but I have to share the story. This, Yesterday. Oh. I had a virtual happy hour with my coworkers, and I was in charge of creating a question with another um, guy. And one of the questions I wrote was, um, take a sip if you've had a crush on your professor. Did people drink? And I thought that would be a question that people could really relate on. And so I asked the question, so excited, grabbed my drink, and I'm the only one drinking. That is awkward. But then someone responded, they were like, listen, you were a political science major. I was a computer science major, like the majority of us were, and we just did not have crushes on yeah i can agree with that yeah yeah all right anyways next question so question number two is for what in your life do you feel most grateful you can start us off yeah i can answer that i have a quick answer um i think i am most grateful for all of the friendships and family family members that i have in my life currently at this moment i think that i've like out of all of the relationships i've had in my life and um Sorry, that was Brian's computer. That was rude. Out of all the relationships that I've had in my life, I think right now it's just been at an all-time peak. And I'm very grateful for just everyone I have right now in my life. That's a good answer. Thanks. You're very thoughtful. Yeah, I I thought about it. Yeah. Um, I would kind of agree with you there. Like, I feel like that's that's a tricky answer. For me, it would be the same. Friends and family. Yeah. Obviously, like, I have a really good group of friends currently at the moment and hopefully will for the rest of my life as well as my family like they're so supportive of like anything and everything that i've wanted to do except me going to college at charleston which my mom had to break them but we'll go wait really yeah i I told you about that no i did not know that oh but apparently from columbia to charleston was too much for her oh yeah Yeah, it's like two hours but i'm like and now she's in texas and and now she's in texas and yeah (laughs) oh my goodness um but we've gone through it but um yeah they've always been super supportive and you know i want nothing but the best for them and want to give back as much as i can you know right so make us rich so i can go buy them a fucking yacht <laughs> <laughs> i i heard this in a, a here this is embarrassing i heard this in a harry styles um interview harry styles said that he has amazing he has so many amazing people around him that he feels like that he doesn't need to go to therapy like that that those people really refresh him and bring him at this like happy place and I feel like that's something that, in my mind, in my opinion, I think I can relate to. So he's saying he doesn't need to go to therapy because all the friends and family he has around him. Right. Just makes him happy. Right. That alone. Right. And he, okay. he feels fulfilled. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Which is like. I would agree with that. That yeah. is a bold statement to say. Yeah. But when I heard it, I was like, I, I can relate. That's yeah. But he also does have a lot of money and just can do whatever that, like, whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, not to just like. Yeah. I, I that, know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Next question. Question number three, what would constitute a perfect day for you? Brian? Ooh. I feel like this one would kind of have to tie into question two, like what am I most grateful for, which is my friends and family. But like I feel, I don't know, like a perfect day, it wouldn't be anything specific. Like I wouldn't want to go to amusement park. I don't, I don't want to go to fucking SeaWorld. You know what I mean? Like I want to be with... Wait, you just made it sound like people want to go to SeaWorld. Okay. I don't want to go to... <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but I feel like the perfect day for me is just being able to enjoy like quality time with people that I love, Mm -hmm. like whether it's friends or family and just have a good time within that group. 
That's a good one. And so, like, we don't have to be, we don't have to be anything. We could be watching a movie. We could do, you know, it'd be nice if we were doing something fun. Like, right. I can't ev- can't think of an example, but, um, but yeah, as long as I love the people I'm with and you know can be myself and be comfortable. But I feel like I'm usually myself and comfortable in most situations. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was my perfect day, I would want to throw a banger. So oh I would want to I would want to start off the day with a fat brunch with all of my friends there and at like this fancy ass restaurant. And then I would want to be outside in the sun and go like brewery hopping with all of my closest friends and family with some like dope ass <laughs> music. And then by the time it's like 536, I want to be drunk enough where I can go home and like put some makeup on in a cute outfit and then go to an experience expensive ass dinner somewhere where i'm eating like a filet mignon oh, <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding a filet mignon. i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i don't know i need something like that and like risotto like lobster risotto something like okay. rich and then with after on top with ca- oh my god Wait, no, i don't no, even no. like truffle 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 oh, yeah, that's, that's it and then after i would want to pay for all of my friends too oh yeah you know what i mean like to. that's oh i can't wait till the day i'm that rich and then after, I'm going to go back out and go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning. 4. 4 o'clock in the morning. There we go. Yeah. yeah I put so a lot of thought in. Yeah, you put a lot of effort. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Thank you, Krista. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. This ass. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oof. You can cut this part out, but I'm just going to think for a second. Okay, then. Uh, no, it's fine. I'll answer. I okay. know mine. I think mine would be um, not having this pressure to go into medicine at such a young age. And so I think that when I was in middle school, that was something that I, like, <clears throat> my entire family took very seriously. And I understand why. Yeah. And I thought that is what I wanted and did it all throughout high school and even got into college. And it wasn't until my sophomore year of college I asked the, I asked myself, like, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And I wish I had that, like, epiphany when I was in middle school or high school. Like, I wish I had the time to, like, figure out what I was really good at. And, yeah. But even though I think everything happens for a reason, right? I'm, I'm happy at the place that I am. Yeah. But I just always wonder what... That, if you would have done it sooner. Right. What... What would have it been like? Okay, I just messed it up even when I slowed it down. What What would it would be it, like? What would it be like if I had... <laughs> you guys know what I mean. What would it have been... What, just keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean. Cut. I, I just think about it like Edit. this. I think about it... My youngest sister, okay? Okay. She's 17 years old, and she is about to... She's in her senior year of high school. Yeah. And right now, my sister Cookie and I have been very, like open with her and patient with her about, hey, figure out what what it is you want to do. Um, And right now she thinks it's medicine and it could be medicine. But we also tell her to like, go pursue something on the side. Like she wants to do stand up comedy. And I'm like, you know what? Go to a school and write your stand up comedy and do it on the side. And so I think that like the one thing that I would recommend recommend is like if you are at the age even now you know even at 22 you still have time so figure out what it is that you want if you're not happy take a few steps back and i don't know so you're saying that you just wouldn't you you did not want your parents to put the the pressure of you and not being i guess open to any other choices but medicine while you were growing up 
Like you, if yes. that weren't there. Yes. Okay. Even though the amount of pressure that they put on me about school, I respect so much. And I yeah. want to keep that. I would keep that the same. Yeah. It's just like the medicine thing. It's just my heart wasn't in it. Yeah. But e- something I do, I'll give them props to is when I was going through high school and everything, like I took AP physics and shit. I was not the star <laughs> student, all right? I made a one on my AP physics exam. Let's go. One of them. Let's go. <laughs> like, I wasn't the star student, but my mom and my dad would always tell me that I could do it. Okay. And so even though in the back of my head I knew I was going to go into medicine, it you don't hear a lot of, like, I don't know, just the fact that my parents said that I could do it, that just meant so much to me, yeah. brought so much love. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so, Brian, what would your answer be? So I think I would say, so I grew up an only child. That, really? That's oh. a weird phrase. <laughs> I just said really like I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but you knew that. I, the reason that I said that is I want people to know that if you don't know Brian, he doesn't act like he's an only child. Do I act like an older brother? No. I, I, no. What? Well, maybe it's because I'm the oldest, so I don't, and we're equals, so I don't see it like we're that. We're equals? Yeah. Did you really just? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a little bit better than you. Okay. But actually, I am older than you. Yeah, but, but like anyways, a month. I just, I just see, you don't act like a only child which is a compliment so you're welcome oh okay in that regard okay i'll take the compliment um mm-hmm. but yeah i think if i were to change anything it'd be nice to have a l- cool little brother or a little sister mm-hmm. i think i'd be i could see you with a little sister i think i'd be like the most overprotective like like older brother there is you'd be a dude well you i mean i wouldn't be a douchebag douche. i'm yeah. not a douchebag you just you just fucking put protein in your drink and shook it after doing one push-up on that the ground. Is I literally saw before before this <laughs> podcast, before we like set everything up, I saw him get on the ground, do a push up, but he hit his like mouth on like a weight on the ground, stood up and was like, fuck, and then made his protein drink. And I was like, You didn't work out. You know that wasn't a work. Okay, ladies and I worked out this morning, but I just needed my you know, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. the energy. Okay. The thirty percent of the guys that listen to this podcast will know. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think it'd be really cool to have like a younger sibling in general. Okay. I mean, yeah, just in general. I feel like it. I use my friends as my siblings, if that makes sense growing up. So like I would always be really close to my friends and treat them, right. treat them as my siblings and just be really close with them. But yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a, good one. I'd be a nice little older brother. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on to this exciting uh, part of the show. Nice. Number five, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, and the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I got I, I, no, 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 I, got I got this one. <laughs> I, I feel go. like ours is going to be the same thing, but yeah. continue, continue. Oh, you let me go first? Yeah. Oh, wow. How sweet of you. Anyway. You're not going to like my answer, but okay. Well, I feel like our answer is going to be the same. Okay, go. Okay, I want to be rich and famous. Oh, that's what you want to know if you're going to be rich and famous? Yeah, and if I'm not, then... Wait, is the future like no? It's set like in it's stone? like there's a crystal ball. What do you want to know about the future? You have like one thing to ask. Am I going to be rich and famous? Okay, mine would be: Am I making more money than Brian? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> False. Yeah, that's that's going to be no. I'm just kidding. I think I think mine would be. Oh, would this sounds by this the sounds way. so gushy. Am I going to fall in love? What? <laughs> it, wet. This sounds so wet and gushy. But, oh. <laughs> sorry, I love that song. All right, anyways, mine would be who my significant other would be. Just because I have, just because in my mind, if I, if you were to tell me to like look into the future, like who who would be my ideal partner? I can't give you a single word. 
I can't describe them at all. I didn't. I think the past four or five years that I've known you, I've never seen you like ha- be in a relationship. And I think it's interesting. Like I'm like thinking about it retrospectively now. Right. But like, I mean, obviously. Okay. There, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I, that's something that we'll talk about later in the episode. Okay. But yeah. I do like your answer. So okay. I may have to move my answer to your answer. I know you do. Brian's so gushy, dude. It's insane. It's not. He like. Okay. Next. We'll get to that. But nope. he, Oh my God. All right. That's our. La- I think that's our last one. Is it? Is that our last question in turn? Yeah. That's, that's it for me. See you guys later. As you can tell, we hired her for her enthusiasm. enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> that's what she said. Thank Basically. you, intern. But yeah, we just wanted you guys to meet our intern. Um, hopefully, we're happy to sorry. have her. Oh yeah, continue. Sorry. No, I was just saying. Um, you know, hopefully, you guys fell in love with us. <laughs> but we did something really fun that we think you guys might enjoy. Mm-hmm. So before um, we set up the whole podcast and everything to do today and record, we did our own love language test. Love language. Brian, what's a love language? (laughs) (laughs) She just put me on spot because I didn't do my research before this. But in my uh, my quick summary... Okay, give me a second. I was going to get there. Okay, go off. Okay, so love languages were created by Dr. Gary Chapman, for those of you you guys who don't know. Um, He was a pastor slash marriage counselor in North Carolina, I believe. And North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> Shout out to Stevie. Shout out to Stevie. And sh- he wrote a book called The Five Lang- Love Languages. And essentially what it is, but he was a marriage counselor and he was finding these common issues between these people that he was counseling, right? Right. And so he created this thing called love languages, which is basically a way to... Yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to... Sorry, I know you wanted me to transition into a beautiful sentence, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Okay. So this is what he says this is like his phrase. He said... Like, this is where he had his epiphany. He said that when someone felt like their spouse didn't love them, Chapman would ask, what do you want from your other, your other person? And he was able to separate, like, 35 plus years of research and all, like, his notes into five love language categories. And these categories are what people use to help um, speak slash show and understand what love is. Yeah. Yeah. And so the five love languages are first physical touch, second being receiving gifts, third quality time, fourth words of affirmation, and then last acts of service. Right. And I feel like they're pretty self-explanatory. Um, and we'll talk about them throughout the podcast as well. But so we took our quiz. What, what did you get? And we haven't talked about our results, right? Yeah. So this is our first time talking about it. Do you want me to go first? You can. Or you want to go? Okay. You can go. What do you, before I tell you, what do you think my, what do you think my, the way that I like to receive love? What do you think it is? I think you're either going to be receiving gifts. Okay. Or acts of service. Okay. And I'd put money on it too. Really? Why do you think, why? Do you have I, any reasons why I mean, those I do, two? I mean, I feel like you just like gifts. Okay. Is it not? So my primary language is receiving gifts. See, with, with, I called it. With 27%. So oh, what wow. this means is that here, I'll, I'll read the quick um, yeah, summary. The summary. Yeah. yeah. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly first, why I picked it. That's the first line. That's the first line. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind this gift. 
If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known. You are cared for and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty thought, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are heartfelt symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you. And this is something I was not surprised about whatsoever. Yeah. And I, I don't know... Actually, I kind of, we'll go into that in a second, but right off the bat, I'm someone that like my birthday is my favorite ho- holiday. I sound like it a narcissist. It is not a holiday, I sound like all. I sound like so narcissistic, yeah. whatever. Um, I just think that gifts are something that is just super, and it's where intention and action meet in my mind. Intention and action. That's right, right. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll make, <laughs> let's put that on our merch. <laughs> um, but I think that that's a great pair of people walking the walk and yeah you know what i mean yeah okay Okay. so yours can i guess yours yeah what do you you think it is okay i think yours is quality time you were looking at my screen no i I swear i was not i can explain that okay explain it i feel like you were someone that likes to be around a lot of people all the time Mm -hmm. and the more that you know a person and the more comfortable you are with a person that's how you decide whether you care about them or not and that is only through Spending quality time, if that makes sense. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good assessment. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Da-da-da. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I'll read the quick uh, quality time thing. It says, in quality time, nothing says I love you, like full undivided attention. Wow. That's pretty accurate. Being there for this person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or failure of listen to listen can be especially hurtful whenever it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together. You can deepen your connection with others through sharing time. And I would agree with you there. I think you you had it on the nail on the head, hit the nail on the head in the aspect of like, yeah, I really do appreciate, you know, getting to spend quality time with the person that I'm trying to connect with, if that makes sense. Right. Especially in like relationships, like that's the main thing I focus on, like like one of the, my pet peeves is like whenever someone brings out their phone and it's just like constantly on their phone on their date. That was brought up actually. Is by who? Is what? um in the I was watching a YouTube video mm-hmm. on love languages and there was like the study done of does it bother you when you are with someone even if there's someone you're really close with and you like know that you guys have a strong relationship if they bring their phone out. And yeah. for me, it does not. It does really? It does not bother me. But uh, our intern, I know it bothers our intern. That's like one of her pet peeves. Yeah. And you're like that too. You'll stop what you're saying. Yeah. And you'll just wait. I'll just wait for them. Yeah. Yeah. Carissa literally texts while I talk to her like 90% of the time. And so like, I'll just be like, I'll, I'll start to say something and then I'll just, she's texting, typing away. And then she, I like, know she's not listening. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll, I'll either just okay. stop. And then you're and mad she, and then I have to put the phone down. I'm not and mad. <laughs> you just, you, 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 get get, you get the message. Yeah. 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 Okay, dang. Wow. We 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 knew what our yeah. love. And so here's the thing about the love languages too is a lot of people assume that it is just based off of like your significant other and while yes it means like it helps with that. It helps, right? Yeah. It's with every single relationship. Yeah, if for sure. you are able to pinpoint what the other other people in your relationship what their love languages are and able to like receive it and deliver right receive and deliver yeah yeah then um you're gonna have really healthy strong relationships yeah i agree and that's something i feel like i want to get better at is just like knowing everyone else's love languages 
because I know I'm obnoxious about telling everyone I like gifts. So yeah, I know everyone knows mine. Everyone, you just <laughs> you just want a lot of gifts. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Question. Yes. How do you think your love languages, if they have, okay, been developed through your like upbringing, if that makes sense? So do you think like specifically your parents had an influence on how your like love language slash your culture kind of you know developed right. that in a way to your point now? Okay, you know? that's a good question. Yeah. So I think that this is a interesting question for Asian Americans specifically because the way that our parents showed us love is not what I like a lot of our friends that we grew up with. That's not the same way that their parents express their love. If that like makes in the sense. movies and TV shows. And they, yeah. Right, right. It's not the same. There's this one question that like so many of my friends ask me and it, and it kind of, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It just is something that I'm like sensitive about is when people ask about like my parents, do your parents love each other or have you ever seen them hug or kiss or something like that? Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah, that is true. Second of all, it's the, the, the type of their version of love is working their asses off, you know? Coming to a country, starting over, being able to provide a roof over our heads, Mm -hmm. um, allow us to have the best education possible, and give us so many opportunities. And that in itself is so much love. It's something that our parents never had, and it's nice to take that in and have that. Yeah. What do you think? Man, we're getting deep. (laughs) I think... Another, I, I won't shut up. I can't no, shut up. Going. But yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me keep going. Yeah. So let's separate my mom and dad, for example. You've met both of them. Yeah. So my dad was born and raised in India. Okay. And in 1997, that was the year I was born to, he came to America. Mm-hmm. My mom was raised in West Columbia and has <laughs> a little Southern twang. She's our little um, lovely redneck. We love her. <laughs> but my dad, his way, I think, of showing love is by giving us gifts. Right? Yeah. So he... For example, if we ever get in a fight, the first thing he'll do is he'll come up to me. He goes, what do you want? You want a Lexus? Or, or, shut up. He'll be like, <laughs> what do you want? Or whenever um, like whenever I moved to go to college yeah. for the first time, it was a quick like side hug and how much money do you need? And like that's how he shows <laughs> yeah. his that's how he shows his love. Yeah, It's like th- I want to provide for you. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then my mom, I... I can pinpoint this. I don't even have to think about this any longer. My mom shows her love. And this is something that I've never realized until now is through acts of services, like cleaning my room. She does that for you still? No, she doesn't do every, every now and then. (laughs) Listen, listen, every now and then she'll clean my room. And I, when I walk into my room, if I'm like gone for a week or something in that moment, I'm like, I just smile. I'm like, okay, that's what I needed. (laughs) Or food. Yeah. Food is a big one. Right. Um, wait, before we move on okay, to anything yeah. else, yeah. a quick preface. I feel like it's important to say that I think your parents had an arranged marriage, correct? It was like a range slash love marriage, but okay. yeah, more was that completely wrong. No, no, it's more okay. on the arranged side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I think that's an episode that we should get into just like our parents and how they met and like, should we bring them on? I think that'd be such a great idea. Could you no imagine? One would, we would need subtitles for the entire episode. That's not true. For my parents. I don't think so. For my parents. <laughs> okay, anyways. Well, they, yeah. We should do that, though. That'd be yeah, a good idea. I think that'd be funny. That'd be a, that'd be a good idea. Um, 
but yeah what are i mean what was it like for you with your parents um i definitely think i'm trying to think i haven't seen my parents in a really long time just because mm-hmm. they live in houston anymore or right. houston still or texas but kind of going off of the topic of the access service that your mom provided for you um i would definitely say the same i think my mom is like the typical like korean american mom where or just both my parents in general, they just want to provide for me as much as they can. Obviously, like I'm an only child and they like, like adore me for some reason. And they just want everything from me. I don't get it either. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but like still, like it's like very nice to know the feeling of like, I feel like a lot of Asian American households don't have like kind of like kind of like what Carissa said, the emotional like, hey, I love you, son. Or, hey, I love you, daughter. Right. You know what I mean, it's not that it's here. Let me put a roof over your head. Let me put food on the table and if you need anything else just we'll figure it out kind right of thing. right and i think it kind of stems from a lot of uh, asian immigrant families coming over to the u.s just from you know really shitty situations and yeah. having to adjust to this new lifestyle and even from them like my grandparents like don't really show a lot of emotion either mm-hmm. you know they're very stoic they're very humble they're you know they want they have everything in the world that they could possibly need but it's right. like they always teach these like fundamental things of, you know, things don't last forever, but you know, the way you provide for your family is the next generation's turn. Exactly. That kind of thing. Right. right. And so I think that's how I kind of develop my love languages. I, I guess, I don't know how it would tie into quality time, mm-hmm. but in the fact that, you know, like for me, like for my future kids, like I want only the best for them. Right. But at the same time, I want to teach them the value of money and being able to, you know, mm-hmm understand that we worked our asses off right or maybe not us right <laughs> but, but our parents and parents and right. you know give tribute to them because mm-hmm. i think that's really important to understand like where they came from because i i mean personally for me like my parents came from nothing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i remember growing up on like food stamps and things like that and being super embarrassed to even go to the grocery store with them to now where we can like just afford you know the just normal stuff right little you stuff know? like podcast <clears throat> equipment yeah I mean, like I, <laughs> no i mean but what i'm saying is like little things like this is just like a fun hobby for us yeah but if we were younger in our situations with our where our parents were starting their so lives bad. yeah could asking you imagine for asking for equipment like yeah. this hell no 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 way it's insane yeah and another thing with quality time that i think is interesting is so i remember growing up my mom worked full-time and my dad was also working as well all over the place and we like my sisters and I were in school and then after school we were in sports until eight o'clock at night Uh so something as little as like sitting all together at the dining room table things like that we didn't have that oh really we didn't really have like like big vacations to go on and stuff every now and then we did but like that quality time aspect was not as prevalent when we were younger and even mm-hmm. to this day we're always go 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 yeah and it's not something that i like feel like i missed out on it just once again it goes back to like understanding my parents way of love and yeah. like how they show love and i think it's something that has impacted impacted you? me if yeah. you think about it now so i think this is interesting too to talk about like yeah. as adults how our how we perceive relationships and how we are. Yeah. Yeah. So in my opinion, I feel like I'm someone that like, like you said, I haven't been in a relationship in four or five Mm -hmm. years. I've been in like one for a while, but it wasn't like something that you would consider. um, I don't know. It's not, it's not like the cliche relationship where it's like boyfriend, girlfriend, da, 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 da. And I remember growing up, 
boys were not a thing that we talked about in the house. Like, <laughs> all girl household. It was an all girl household. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember this one time I actually told the story this weekend, but I remember this one time I was like in sixth grade and I was in the front seat with my dad yeah. and I told him I had a crush on a boy and he stopped <laughs> the car. He stopped the car and he looked at me and he was like, no. And he goes, I don't want to hear any boy talk. Education comes first. And if there is something, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Me, Cookie and Priya. Yep. We don't we don't do the whole boy thing. No, y'all don't. We don't. And yeah. I and I love it. I think that it's built a lot of who we are. I think that our I don't know. I just feel like we're very strong, independent women. Yeah, and we definitely all are. I, that sounds like a cliche, but, no, I, but I feel it. Are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think are. a lot of that has to deal with just how our mom and my mom and dad raised us. Yeah. And just like how it's affected me now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. To kind of go off of that topic, what was your um, least like with the least percentage? Like what was your last love language? For me, it was physical touch. And I can kind of stem that from my parents where. Like, obviously, like I just talked about how there was not a lot of like lovey-dovey like emotion, but I knew they still loved each other and that they still loved me. Right. Like I wouldn't get like kisses and hugs and all that whatever weird shit Mm -hmm. all the time. But I mean, it's not weird shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyways, um, like that is my least or it is the one on the bottom of the totem pole for me. Right. Because I grew up not seeing that often. And I remember one time I like cried to my mom and dad. I was like. Like, why don't you guys love each other? Like, I would see, like, the other neighborhood kids, like, their parents, like, kissing. Cookie had that moment, too, one time. Yes. Yeah. I think that might be, like, a moment that a lot of people have is, like, we're comparing our parents to to other people's parents. And we're, like, why don't you do that? Or what we see on TV. Yeah. Why aren't you guys like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me, it was just, like, I've, I would compare my parents to their parents, obviously, and Mm -hmm. you just see that and, like. Like, what is happening? And, like, I remember just crying and right. you know, the whole ordeal. Right. It's, so like, hard to understand. Yeah, but now it's definitely affecting me now. Right. You know what I mean? Mine is, so mine is physical touch. As well? And quality time, they're tied. Okay. And so, like I said, I think that's where the the pattern is, is yeah. that we didn't have that when we were younger. Growing up. Yeah, and growing mm-hmm. up. And so now it's kind of. It's just odd. It's a little taboo. Right. But, like, not really uh-huh. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Okay. <laughs> I know we're all like shit we just like came to the conclusions ourselves y'all getting to know us ladies and um, gentlemen but you know what there is something I do want to kind of I this is the one thing I love to make fun of Brian about that's true so Brian has recently downloaded um a dating app okay and this is in the beginning of quarantine this is not a sponsored video <laughs> this is not a sponsored <laughs> video he's like blushing right now while i'm telling this I'm story not blushing, I'm just um he's recently downloaded a dating app and um he swiped right on this girl and he was you know how a dating app works you start talking having small talk with people for me when i'm on it i'm done within like a day okay okay brian keeps talking to this girl and he keeps bringing her up in conversation. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know what's happening. Brian's got a little <laughs> crush. And he's like calling her. I, I remember one oh time we were at her. Okay. We were at his house and he was like, I don't know, unpacking or something. And he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to I have to go calling her on the phone, FaceTiming her. Let me let me have let me finish. My face is appalled. And he a few days ago, he went on a date with her and he told me he was like, by the way, I'm going on a date. So um, I won't be on my phone as much. I'm like dude you just wanted to tell me that you were going on a date whatever no i was genuinely and then and then i was waiting for this the day after the day after we are recording our podcast and everything and i don't say anything and then there's like just like this lull while we're working and he's just like so are you gonna ask me about my date <laughs> and i was like okay brian how was your date <laughs> 
And I go, that's good. And then that was it. I know, but you, I know you felt good. You were <laughs> waiting for me to ask you. It's called friendship. You ask each other about stuff. Yeah, but I just think it's so funny because our, I feel like our roles are kind of reversed in the way. Yeah, and our then, gender roles are reversed. And then what? Meanwhile, Carissa, you're the lovey gushy one, and I'm not. And meanwhile, Carissa is on dating apps, literally <laughs> just sending links of our podcast <laughs> to every oh person God. that she meets. She's like, okay, here's the happy medium podcast. <laughs> Like it's just more clout for her. <laughs> there's this um, there's this Indian dating app or South Asian. What is it called? By the it's way? called Dill Mill. Dill Mill. Okay. Um, and I put it in my bio, and I was like, everyone needs to listen to it, and I've been sending it to everyone, and mm-hmm. um, I wait, I received the nicest comment. That is some great exposure for us, by the way. What? Right? Yeah. That's marketing, dude. Yeah. That's so smart, and every single person asked me about it too. Right. But this is this is the one thing that has made me blush. Like, if you want to flirt with me, this is how you do it. He goes, listen up, guys. Listen up. He messages me and he goes, you had me while listening to your voice on the happy medium. (laughs) The intern. I don't think people like your voice. Did you see the intern? She just just gagged. gagged. She was like, oh, I think they like my voice, not your voice. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Anyways, radio. We're just full of ourselves. We're like, yeah. (laughs) Wait, 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 Carissa. Okay. I yes. have an idea. All right. What's your idea? If we get to 500 listens for a single episode, right? Okay. In, 500 in a week. Until next Tuesday when we release again. Okay. If we get 500. Okay. You have to bring on one of your, um, what is it called? Dating app people? Dill mill people? Or whatever, whatever you use onto the podcast and let's just ambush them. Not like attack them, but give them a mic, give them a thing and be like, hey, you just say, hey, meet me in my place and you just come to my place. Oh, and not tell them that we're doing a podcast. And not tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? And then we Honestly, would just like interview them. Like how awkward but funny would that be? That'd be funny. Ladies and gentlemen, reply to our things <laughs> and like our stuff and we'll do it. Or if you have a... Yeah. Or if you have I, a better idea. If you have a better <laughs> idea. Yeah, let us know. I kind of like that. I'll, yeah. ta- I'll take... How much How much is the bet? Just we're, we're talking money, dude. All right, we'll put $200 on. Two, oh... Oh, sorry. I forgot you were unemployed. Oh, <laughs> we can maybe right. do 100. I can maybe make that okay, work. Okay, let's do 20. All right, we can do 20. All I right. can do 20. Intern is here to see the check. 20. Okay. Intern, did, did you see the handshake? Intern and bookie. Yes. Wait, so how does that make sense? <laughs> if we need 500 listens and you need to put a person on the podcast. Okay, so if we get 500 listens okay. by, we can't do it by next Tuesday because then that means that I'd have to hurry and find someone. Or I can go ahead and start looking and set one up and buy... And have it done by then. Okay, so... You know what? It might be fun if we... What if... It's like on Dale Mill, for example, there's a lot of people from different areas. So like Atlanta, yeah. stuff like that. What if we go meet them? We trying to... No, be. that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, not a good idea. Maybe okay. we shouldn't make a random like dating app guy or girl our first guest appearance no i think that's funny i okay. think we should go with i think we should go with all right it. let's ambush let's them. do it yeah. all right so twenty dollars <laughs> by 500 views guys by next tuesday so like and share this podcast whenever we put it out yes just so put it in your dating bios if you want okay. in your dating app bios okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling everyone dating they start putting it singular. in there singular oh sorry yeah. he's he's only a hinge dude yeah probably gonna eh. delete it <laughs> um okay deal okay. on all right deal perfect all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for staying till the end. Staying till the end and listening to us. Make sure to make sure. Sub- to- oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Make sure to follow us on um, Instagram at the dot happy medium dot com. 
Dot podcast, y'all. Dot podcast. Sorry, I'm getting flustered because I'm I'm thinking about. Not only do that oh, while I'm she messes up. Not I'm only flustered. do that, but catch us on Anchor, Spotify Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts. We're on all of them. Everything now. There's a yeah. link in our bio in our Instagram, like the the happy dot medium dot com. Like, dot, it's not dot com, guys. It's dot podcast. It's dot podcast. It's okay. I'm gonna say it one more time. At the <laughs> dot happy medium dot podcast. Yes. So our homework is to get 500 views, be obnoxious on social media, and yeah. We'll bring an awkward uh, dill mill day Oh my on, God, I'm so nervous. Wait, pod. do I get a pick or do you want to pick? <gasps> Let me pick. I think you should pick. I'll find a good one. And I'll give you, I'll give you my username and password to it and you can find a good one. That'd be kind of weird. We, we should probably just do it together, but. Okay, we can yeah. do that. We can do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, this Thanks. is us signing off. In three. I don't know. I'm kidding. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See ya. Intern says bye, too.